Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. Today we're actually going to take a look at mainly one thing, even though that I've displayed two things here on the desk. I know that's kind of confusing and kind of an odd place to start, but bear with me here, because Motorola sent over two phones that they recently launched. We are talking about the G51, which is the larger of the two, which has a 6.8 inch display. And then there's the smaller one, the G41, which has a smaller 6.4 inch display. Now, the thing is, the um, the smaller G41 kind of competes in its own space and is, is a whole separate thing. I wanted to bring it on here as a prop, but today we're gonna be talking about the G51. Now, the G51 is big, it's bulky, and it's surprisingly cheap. But there's a problem with that. But the main problem is actually not, you know, one of necessarily of Motorola's making. So we'll get to that in a bit. So first, let's go over what this phone is. Now, it's around 270, 280. I think in some places it's go as low as $235. Um, so it's really cheap. It's a really budget-friendly phone and proves how far we've gotten with offering up really, like, dense phone packages at really like incredibly competitive prices, I would say. Like if we regularly, including me, say that there's a lot of competition in the mid-range, like in the lower mid-range, even to budget-friendly, it's incredible what is currently happening right now. So there is nothing when you twirl this like good-looking phone around in your hand, which immediately sort of gives away that this is a really cheap phone. Sure, it's got a plastic back, but it's mainly fingerprint-proof, and it does have this pretty beautiful hue to it. You see the three-camera system right there. I mean, it looks like a big, bulky, and expensive phone, but it really isn't. As I say, there we saw it in places uh, as low as $235, which is just incredible. So, it is not as weighty as you would think. It's around 208 grams. Uh, it's not uh, 9.1 millimeters thick, meaning that it is thicker than some other Motorola phones, but still considered a thin phone. It has official IP52 certification against water and dust ingress. It has micro SDXC uh, expansion. It has a headphone jack, already good news. This large canvas display here is a 6.8 inch IPS LCD, so not an AMOLED or even an OLED. The smaller one, weirdly enough, has an OLED, but the reason is, I'm guessing, is because they were able to fit a, hundred, uh, a 120 hertz display on this phone, again, for around 235 to around 260 dollars at 120 hertz display so if that matters to you you can now get that in really really competitively priced phones inside we have the snapdragon 480 plus chipset which allows for 5g 5g doesn't really matter at all yet um but it is the future on which few uh like it, it is the platform on which future uh mobile communications will be built so someday it will be very important but that day is not today again but it does have it alongside six gigs of ram which is fine for uh like android 12 i think um the one thing that did bother me i mean micro sd does somehow remedy that but with that starting price, which I mentioned, which is very low, it comes with 64 gigs of storage. And let's say that you are coming in from an Android backup or you're downloading your photos off of Google Photos, 64 gigs, you're gonna run out real fast. And I do think that with modern smartphones, even inexpensive ones should start out 128 gigs. I, I think we are there as a populace where we can expect that. Um, there are all the big benefits of your regular old Motorola phone though. So we got Moto Display, 
Um, that is, for instance, like shake or twirl for different shortcuts for the phone. Um, and there is also a great way for you to interact with notifications when the phone is locked. I love that. Um, and alongside that sits like the most stock Android experience, apart from maybe Asus, that you can possibly get. So even if something like Oxygen OS on OnePlus is moving away from that really sort of stock thing that you like, Motorola is gonna be there for you. And all of the things that they add, like the Moto display, is good. I mean, genuinely, it's one of the better setup like software infrastructures on mobile phones these days is, is what Motorola does. So again, I would implore you to go take a look at that. Now there are some small hiccups. I mean, the battery is big, but the screen is also big, running at uh, 120 Hertz. So it does not have the stamina that I'd expect. This button is incredibly high on the phone. So what you have here, I don't know if we can show that actually, if we can bring that into focus, but right there, there is a side mounted fingerprint reader, which is fine. Then you have the volume rocker further up top. That's a bit high for your thumb and I have big hands. But then on top of the volume rocker, you have a dedicated Google Assistant button. Is it nice to have a physical Google Assistant button that you can also software program to do anything you want? Yeah, it's great, but it's also in the most unergonomically placed possible. Now I tried using it. This was, this is how I would be holding my phone on the regular. So I would, it's a bit high of a stretch to activate the side mounted fingerprint reader, but imagine I can't reach way up here. So I would effectively need to do it with my other hand, which is just an incredible thing for me to sit here and say, imagine that this got through R and D. I have no idea how, but the main problem is not that it lacks wireless charging or charges pretty slowly or has perhaps a too big of a display to warrant a, 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 a 1080p resolution, it's pricing. And that's actually pretty insane. Think about it. I'm complaining about pricing and you get this 120 Hertz 5G phone for around $250. No, what I'm talking about here is actually not about this being overpriced. It's about being let's say unreasonably priced next to another Motorola phone. And I've said this before in my Edge 20 Pro review, the regular Edge 20 is such an amazing phone. It has a 144 Hertz display. It has better cameras than this. It actually has like a proper like telephoto. This has a 50 megapixel wide, an eight megapixel ultra wide and like a two megapixel macro, something like that, like a sticker camera. You don't really need to use that. But the point of the matter is that the Edge 20 has competitive cameras, even in the mid range. It has a better 144 Hertz display, which is also an AMOLED display, by the way. It has better endurance. It has a newer seven series Snapdragon's SOC. It has much more storage and it has more RAM and we saw that phone locally here in Denmark when we were researching this piece for just like, I'm talking 20 bucks more. So it's not that Motorola has built a bad phone with the G51 or the G41 for that matter. It's just that the Edge 20 is so good and is already cut down in price so significantly that I would urge anyone who wants Android and can forego wireless charging to go buy that now. It is one of the most fascinating phones that I think money can buy. And 
go buy that. Probably don't buy this unless you really want to save those bucks. But the regular Edge 20, if you can find a good deal in your place of residence, I'm sending this thought out to you. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.